the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The investigation is underway after an Ethiopian Airlines jet went down. 157 people aboard were killed. One U.S. senator is warning Democrats about the very real dangers that can arise from anti-Semitic stereotypes, using a story ripped from recent headlines. When the House rejected a resolution that specifically condemned anti-Semitism, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell told the story that began in France back in 2006. A Jewish man was kidnapped for ransom because criminals assumed his Jewish family had to be rich. When the plot failed and the man was killed, mourners planted a tree in his honor. Earlier this month, that tree was found chopped down. Just one example of a rise in anti-Semitism in Europe in recent years on the heels of a massive influx of Muslim refugees. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. And Security Advisor John Bolton said the president would be very disappointed if North Korea were to launch a rocket. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka reminds you of historical facts. Hillary Clinton received the International Unity Award. Let me just remind you, the unity this woman sowed in America when she called half of the president's supporters racists, bigots, Islamophobes, and homophobes. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The best hour of weekend political talk radio up next year on The Patriot just after 4 p.m. That means it's time for the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker. Stay tuned. Lots to be said this weekend. Looking at our weather going down to 11 tonight. Sunshine for Monday near 30 and then rain for the rest of the week. A wet end to the week. So keep that in mind. But at least those temps are much more mild. Glad to have you joining us here on The Patriot. If you ever miss out on any of our programming, Check out the podcast page at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280 The Patriot. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. Call 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328, that's 800-293-0328. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. 
I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. One seven, or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. That means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour. I'm Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com during the hour, and particularly on the breaks, because you're going to want to listen to every word today. We have big issues. It was a big week. We have uh, Congressman Tom Emmer on the show. He'll be coming on shortly, so make sure you stay tuned to 1280 AM, The Patriot. And if you're not able to stay for the entire hour, go to ParkerDK.com during the week where you can see or hear, I should say, and pull up uh, this week's Victory Hour, as well as uh, the many weeks preceding this week. Again, ParkerDK.com. If you'd like to give us a call this week, we'll try to get you on the air, 651-289-4488. That is, again, with your number two pencil and yellow pad, jot it down, 651-289-4488. Let's get into it. You think I'm going to talk about Ilhan Omar today? Huh? What do you think? What are the bets? Over under? (laughs) Well, yes, I am. Uh, She is symbolic and I think gives us the opportunity to raise an issue 
which, with or without Ilhan Omar, has existed for the millennia, and that is the issue of anti-Semitism. She embodies it, and so she has raised the issue to the surface, not just in the body politic in the United States, but in fact in the halls of the U.S. legislature, the U.S. Congress. She is, after all, a congressman in the body politics governing house, the U.S. House of Representatives. This isn't just somebody uh, you're having conversation with and they've had too much to drink and they slip out their anti-Semitic slur that they grew up with in a place, uh, maybe in a, even a rural town, uh, area of the country, or urban. And they haven't met many Jews, and they don't know them. So out of ignorance, they make the comment. Now, this is a member of the U.S. House of Representatives who has had these views for many, many years. And she was elected to the U.S. Congress. And I've got to say, I am nothing short of ashamed to say, many Jews voted for her. This was predictable, her comments, which I have talked about over the last many weeks. So I'm not going to repeat all of her comments about uh, Jews and, and the Israelis hypnotizing the world. Or her comments uh, opposed to BDS in order to get elected and then full-throated support for the delegitimization of the state of Israel, destroy Israel, protests calling for boycott of the Jewish state, the only Jewish state in the world. And uh, now she's doubled down further saying that it's the Benjamins from the Jews that cause such a tight alliance between the United States and Israel. The Benjamins, isn't that a classic trope? Or it is a dual loyalty, an allegiance to a foreign country by these Jews. Further anti-Semitic trope. So what do the Democrats do with this? Well, when the Republicans heard abhorrent racist comments by one of its own, members of the United States House of Representatives, Steve King from Iowa. They took immediate action and removed him from committee assignments. In fact, Liz Cheney, who I'll get to in a little bit, was spearheading the effort to do so against one of her colleagues on her side of the aisle. What do the Democrats do when it comes to anti-Semitism? One of the most virulent, hateful scourges that we'd like to think we have rid ourselves of, but of course we have not, certainly. Example, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, just a few weeks ago. No, it's dangerous. And many of my Jewish brethren and friends still have their head in the sand many of them wealthy, well-to-do, very influential, 
And they're saying, oh, this the United States of America. That doesn't exist anymore. And to the extent that it exists, you know, there's a lot of hatred. We ought to, we ought to just cobble it all together and call it the same. And not call it out one by one when it raises and knock it, knock it down. No. So the Dems did just that. They didn't call out this anti-Semitism by Ilhan Omer. They didn't call it out at all. They added it in to a much broader piece of legislation that, A, does not mention Ilhan Omar or any of her statements or her attitudes or her actions at all. They throw in anti-Semitism with a list of other racist and abhorrent remarks or actions, groups that are being attacked and identified. But that's not what we were talking about. We were talking about a specific here. I'll tell you, there was one Democrat who called it out for what it was. From the state of Florida, Ted Deutsch. Let's hear his remarks on the floor. Mr. Speaker, today should not be about politics. I didn't rise to be political. This is personal. A few years ago, I was invited to, to, to speak at the U.N. General Assembly's special session on anti-Semitism. I told the representatives from the assembled countries that anti-Semitism is the canary in the coal mine, that if there is anti-Semitism in your country, there is hatred that will ultimately permeate throughout society if it is not checked. I never thought I would need to explain that to my colleagues. This is not political. No one should make it political. The use of anti-Semitic language and images can never be tolerated. When a presidential campaign runs a commercial alleging a Jewish global conspiracy in an ad featuring George Soros, Lord, uh, Lloyd Blankfein, and Janet Yellen, it is invoking classic anti-Semitic tropes, and it must be condemned. And when the same campaign tweets an image of their opponent featuring a Jewish star and piles of money, it does the same thing, and it must be condemned. And when one of our colleagues accuses Soros, Steyer, and Bloomberg of buying the election, it also invokes classic anti-Semitism. That must be condemned. And when one of our colleagues invokes the classic anti-Semitic tropes, the anti-Semitic language, that Jews control the world, that Jews care only about money, that Jews cannot be loyal Americans if they also support Israel, this too must be condemned. We have the opportunity to condemn all of that, by all of them, intolerable as it all is, by passing a strong condemnation of anti-Semitism. My colleagues, because of anti-Semitism over millennia, millions of Jews have been hated, targeted, expelled from their countries, violently attacked, killed, and exterminated. Words lead to action and to death. There is too much hatred, too many other people who are targeted, and we need to support all of them. But we are having this debate because of the language of one of our colleagues, language that suggests that Jews like me, who serve in the United States in Congress, and whose father earned a Purple Heart fighting the Nazis in the Battle of the Bulge, that we are not loyal Americans? Why are we unable to singularly condemn anti-Semitism? Yes, why, why can't we call out anti-Semitism and show that we've learned the lessons of history? It feels like we're only able to call the use of anti-Semitic language by a colleague of ours, any colleague of ours, if we're addressing all forms of hatred. And it feels like we can't say it's anti-Semitism 
unless everyone agrees that it's anti-Semitism? Who gets to define what counts as stereotypes and discrimination? Isn't it the people who experience the bias? You know, interesting. A couple of things I would comment on. First, uh, Representative Deutsch could not be more correct when he said, words often lead to action and then to death. And we've seen it, and we've seen it many times. But we've seen it in huge, immense proportions. And when the Democratic Party does not stand up, well, let me just quote Liz Cheney, who I said I would get back to, and I am now. She said earlier today, it is absolutely shameful that Nancy Pelosi and leader Steny Hoyer and the Democratic leaders will not put her name, referring to Ilhan Omar, into a resolution on the floor and condemn her remarks and remove her from the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Those people who won't condemn it are enabling it. And that's absolutely the case. And the Dems have got to understand that. And Dean Phillips, Jewish member of Congress in the adjacent district to Ilhan Omar, has to understand that. Publicly, not behind the scenes. And until the Democrats do the right thing, we are in peril. We all are. This is not a political issue, as Ted Deutsch stated. I want to come back quickly at the other side, on the other side of the break with the last comment Ted, Ted Deutsch made, which I don't particularly agree with regarding defining uh, racism and anti-Semitic bigotry. We are going to be back, and Tom Emmer is going to be joining us today on the Victory Hour, so you make sure to stay with us while we're on this break. Go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. AM1280, The Patriot. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. It's March Mayhem at the Patriot, and we have an extraordinary opportunity to help grow your business or nonprofit. 
This includes commercials on air, plus another powerful marketing tool that offers high ROI. Our plan is incredibly targeted to match you with 50,000 of your best prospects, and it's very affordable. For details on this slam dunk of a deal, call us today at 651-289-4444. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. And if you didn't go to Parker DK during the break to see what many refer to as an award-winning website, you ought to go now while you're listening to the dulcet tones of yours truly speaking, well, it's the smart plain talk that you tune in for. We talk politics, Israel, and the law each week, and this week uh, we are talking about, well, some disturbing uh, issues in politics uh, related to Israel and the Jews, and that is Representative Ilhan Omar's attitude toward the Jewish people, toward the singular Jewish state in the world. You know... Many defend their support of Ilhan Omar and their, I would call it, weak-kneed attitude toward the blatant anti-Semitic comments by the representative by saying, well, these are just anti-Israel comments or critical comments of the state of Israel. And in fact... With the current administration in Israel, uh, the Bibi Netanyahu administration, and Bibi Netanyahu as prime minister, who can blame her or anyone else that criticizes Israel? 
he is such a problem. He's conservative and he's hawkish. Yes, but those are not the criticisms that she is making. And if they were, which many have made in the Democratic Party over the last many years, there wouldn't be the hue and cry. So don't try to cover it up. Don't try to use pablum arguments to respond what is historic, long-time, dog-whistle rhetoric, anti-Semitic hate. I mean, this dual loyalty, allegiance to a foreign country, attitude about any Jew in the United States who supports Israel has a dual loyalty is, well, it is downright offensive. Would, would Ilhan Omar say that about groups that lobby in support of the U.S.-United Kingdom relationship? Would, would she hide behind, well, you know, it's, it's only an attack of Margaret Thatcher, the conservative who we, uh, I'm being critical of. I mean, it's ridiculous. Listen, I'm uh, opposed to Islamophobia. I am opposed to racism uh, in, in any form. I am opposed to discriminatory, hateful treatment, words, or conduct of the LGBTQ community. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a member of the House engaging in repeated anti-Semitic conduct. Now, let me turn back to what Ted Deutsch talked about it on the top of... uh, uh, on, the, uh, on the top of the show when, when I played his, the, uh, the audio from his statement on the floor. He closed uh, the portion that we played for you with the comment, uh, who defines what anti-Semitism is? He's saying those that have suffered it define what it is. Well, maybe... Although, does that mean that a hypersensitive community can define racism when it isn't racism? That is the slippery slope that is being played out by the Democrats. And when they passed their resolution, which was a completely watered-down resolution, an abomination... In fact, it gave cover and, as Liz Cheney said, enabled Ilhan Omar more than chastising her for what she had done over the last many years. It enabled her. It gave her cover, throwing anti-Semitism in with all other forms. You know, specifically, uh, I think the quote is, 
condemns anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, racism, and other forms of bigotry. No mention of Ilhan Omar at all. And broad mention of all forms of bigotry, which, of course, you know, the, the, the House could pass at any time. So, when we talk about not enabling this conduct, but calling it out, censoring it, having a ramification for this sort of conduct when it occurs in particular amongst the 535 members that we send to the United States Senate and the United States House of Representatives, when it, when it occurs with them and they have a tin ear or they genuinely to their core believe in this form of bigotry and hatred, which may well be the case with Ilhan Omar. Certainly, she would like to rid the state of Israel from the Middle East. She has not said that specifically, but that is what her Destroy Israel BDS campaign is all about. So if you don't call her out, you enable it. And then you have members who excuse it. who say, well, we're going to talk to her quietly. Why is it that the Republicans dealt with Representative Steve King in such a swift, direct, public, strong manner? Because they believe, regardless of which side of the aisle you sit, which team, red or blue, you are on, there is a standard which we uphold. This is not political. But even Ted Deutsch made it political. I mean, he didn't just talk about Ilhan Omar in his speech on the floor of the House of Representatives. He had to throw in a bunch of accusations uh, about some of the liberal leftists who were Jewish who were being castigated for actions that they took. As if Disagreement with those Jewish leaders was because they were Jewish as opposed to disagreeing with them on policy. And the statements that were made about them, it's, you know, it it could be called out as it's all about the Benjamins sort of thing. But no, it was all about the policy. He tied that in with the Ilhan Omar thing. It's, it's not right. She has a history of dog whistle tropes that are obvious. Listen, when you listen, uh, when you <clears throat> tune into the Victory Hour each week, you're going to not just hear smart plain talk, but you're going to hear some of the classics. Oh yeah, and I'll tell you, a lot of people tune in. They, you know, they they email me during the week and they say great music. This week, Ray Charles.
I got a woman. AM1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. Don't be fooled by the left and the fake news media. The election of Donald Trump has not ushered in a new era of radical hatred in our country. In his brand new book, Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War, African-American professor Wilfred Riley studies hundreds of reported hate crimes that are actually hoaxes. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on Fan Club to register to win a copy of this explosive new book. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. A worn-out battery can cause your phone to die really quickly. Don't pay to upgrade to a new phone. Let Arby's replace your old worn-out iPhone battery with a new one. We can also replace screens, cameras, and power connections so you can give your iPhone problems the boot. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. When you're dead, you're done. When you're dead, you're done. Yeah. The Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker with Ray Charles. I don't care if you're young or old. You ought to get together and let a good time. And he's speaking smart, plain talk. That's why we put him on the Victory Hour. Don't sit there mumbling. 
talking trash. If you want to have a ball, you got to go out and spend some cash. And let the good time roll now. Let them roll. I'm talking about the good times. All right, so can we have good times when... David Duke is weighing in on what's going on in Congress. That's the question I want to ask during this segment of the Victory Hour. I don't know whether you are aware out there, but David Duke again crawled out from under a rock uh, this week to tweet. And he tweeted out a full-throated support of Ilhan Omar and her anti-Semitic views. David Duke and Ilhan Omar. Hmm. Very interesting. You know, when David Duke would ever raise an issue, whether it be uh, a comment uh, to the news media, whether it be in social media, whether it be running for office uh, years ago. Uh, it usually was on the Republican side that was getting uh, hit left and right, and they immediately and openly distanced themselves from anything and everything that was related to David Duke. Consistently have done so. Well, the Democrats all but have ignored David Duke this week when he now is launched his support for Ilhan Omar and her anti-Semitic views. I'm troubled by it. This is not a political issue. If the Republicans were doing the same thing today on the show, if Ilhan Omar was Republican, I would be as virulent in my opposition to it. Open, consistent, loud coverage of it, week in, week out, because it's just dead wrong. And it's dangerous for this country. David Duke now weighing in, and the Dems still have not taken action as it relates to Ilhan Omar. Yeah, there were a few comments by members saying, oh, it's wrong what you did. You should apologize. Well, she apologized and then doubled down. Nothing further has happened. This is not someone who feels the apology at all, nor has any understanding or interest in learning. She has anti-Semitic views. That's it. Well, I'll tell you, we are now joined by someone who fully understands these issues with total clarity. And I believe is uh, friends with, friendly with uh, Liz Cheney, who also well, I've talked about it during the uh, previous two segments, also understands this issue with clarity. And that is my good friend, 6th District Congressman uh, Tom Emmer. 
And I want to say first, Tom Emmer, representing the northern suburbs all the way up to uh, St. Cloud, been in Congress, uh, representing the 6th, uh, first elected in 2014, against, uh, again in 16, again in uh, 2018. Uh, I want to say first, happy birthday to Tom Emmer. His birthday was uh, this week. Tom, how are you? How are you? And I hope you were able to get out and play some hockey. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm doing well, uh, Andy. It's uh, it's an interesting time. It's an interesting time in in Washington D.C. And I've I've been listening to you. Uh, sorry, I had hoped to join you just a little bit earlier, but you've been uh, you've been doing a nice job. There's a uh, there's no time for politics on the issue that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, our, our colleague from Minneapolis, I think, uh, you know, while I have a lot of uh, empathy for someone who uh, has her story, I, I don't think she quite understands uh, the gravity of, uh, of the weight of her statements. Uh, and by the way, her beliefs, I, I think uh, that some people need to be reminded that this is the greatest country that ever existed. And frankly, uh, someone like the representative owes her entire existence to the United States of America. And the relationship with Israel is one of the, uh, the most important relationships, one of the most important allies that this country has. Uh, to make comments uh, suggesting that APAC, a nonpartisan organization, is somehow running Washington, uh, it, it actually uh, not only does it defy logic, uh, Andy, it, uh, it, it's not true, and it, uh, it really violates something that's uh, more basic. Uh, that is, we're trying to move things forward. We're trying to, uh, we, we actually stand for peace, uh, allowing people of all faiths, of all backgrounds, of all uh, 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 races to, uh, to live peacefully and to enjoy their full potential. Uh, this kind of hatred, this kind of divisive, Farrakhan-supporting uh, 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 behavior, it's not appropriate. And, and the, to have the leadership... And the Democrat Party, uh, and again, I was listening to you earlier. I know that you, uh, this has nothing to do with being a Republican or being a Democrat. This has to do with being an American and understanding the difference between right and wrong. Exactly. Understanding what history is. Uh, you know, e- either these people, uh, people who make statements like this, are ignorant of history or they just refuse to accept it because they have some other uh, agenda in mind. Uh, and in this case, to see the leadership on the other side of the aisle try to turn this into something that it wasn't. This was all about one uh, uh, representative and her remarks. And what happened within their conference, uh, Andy, earlier this week when they went to reprimand her is there was a complete uprising. Uh, I know that That's Ted right. Deutsch, uh, my colleague, a Jewish colleague from uh, from Florida, actually made a very uh, uh, emotional uh, presentation to his colleagues uh, and got rebuked. Yeah, got and rebuked I, I played him, uh, Tom, uh, earlier on the show during the first segment. I played his uh, statement on the floor, uh, much of his statement on the floor, uh, uh, almost all of it, uh, because it was so powerful. Yeah, he got rebuked. Yeah, by, by his own 
members. It's uh, this thing. It's uh, it's not my grandfather's Democrat Party. Is yeah, what I'm right. telling you. We we used to we used to have a uh, we used to have two parties that were parties of ideas, but the goals, the outcomes were the same. Uh, that's uh, to move this country forward to protect the freedoms uh, that our uh, our founders created. Uh, this uh, this representative uh, doesn't appreciate uh, the republic and doesn't appreciate uh, the importance of her position the importance of her uh, election certificate, what it means to all people, not just people uh, who have her story and her background or practice her faith. Yes, that's exactly, uh, you know, that's, a, it's exactly right. And, and I will tell you, you, your comment about your father's uh, Democratic Party. Uh, my father was close friends with uh, Hubert H. Humphrey, and I can tell you Hubert H. Humphrey would be turning over in his grave uh, as it relates to how the Democratic leadership has handled uh, this matter. Elliot Engel included, a Jew Jew from uh, New York, although I don't think he had much choice. Remember that when the Democrats were going to vote on a much stronger piece of legislation, they pulled it uh, from the floor, canceled the vote, and then what came out was a completely nonsense, watered-down, enabling piece of legislation which gives cover to people like Ilhan Omar. Well, and it won't be—it's not done now. Uh, you think that's the last time that these comments are going to come oh, up? That's Absolutely right. not. No. This is only the beginning. Yeah. And I— uh, You know, and they want to make it about white nationalism. I'm so tired of this. Oh. You know, the— uh, you want to see how to handle this thing? Look at what Kevin McCarthy did on our That's side. Right. With with uh, Steve I mean, King. Yeah, he, t- he took care of it. He addressed it very quickly uh, and very uh, uh, It was well, immediate. Strongly. Yeah, and, yeah. and that, you know, that really is a, a difference in clarity between the blue team and the red team, between the Democrats and the Republicans. This is not political. It should not be. But they need to be lockstep opposed to it. And the Dems just simply aren't. Listen, wow. Tom, can you stay with us on the other side of the break? And uh, Great. Excellent. I want to talk to you about a number of other issues as well. During this break, go to ParkerDK.com. Something Tom Emmer knows a lot about, and that is excellent legal work. And that's what you'll get at Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. Uh, maybe we'll... Get a comment from Tom on the other side related to that. Stay with us. AM1280, The Patriot. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results... 
contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card you can't seem to find. At AM 1280 The Patriot, we've simplified the process. All the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Freedom Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com. He arrived right at noon to get the toilet in shape, when all of a sudden, their dog Hershey escaped. And rather than stand there flat on his feet, he set down his tools and chased her down the street. He's your Benjamin Franklin plumber, and he's a true legend. 952-933-8888. Save $200 on water heaters. Dogs love warm baths, too. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. What you got cooking? Cooking! Nothing but Ray on the Victory Hour this Sunday. Well, other than yours truly and Congressman Tom Emmer from the 6th Congressional District who... uh, I'm very proud to have on the show today. We've had a great parade of elected officials over the last six to eight weeks, beginning with U.S. Senator Tina Smith, then Dean Phillips, uh, Angie Craig, Pete Stauber, now Tom Emmer, and uh, more will be coming. Uh, And I want to talk to Tom uh, uh, briefly about, well, two things. One, one, I want to make a comment that you need to know, if you didn't know already, uh, the Tom Emmer was one of the earliest supporters in Congress out in front uh, in support of uh, Donald J. Trump. Uh, he understood it. He understood the direction of the country. Uh, he believes in sound policy helping people. And Donald Trump, that's totally what he's for, unless you read the New York Times. And he has uh, really uh, delivered uh, Tom, what do you think uh, the 2020 elections are going to look like uh, in light of uh, uh, Donald Trump likely running again? 
Well, I think he's going to win again. I mean, I, uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that are saying to themselves, that's impossible. You know, look what happened in the recent midterm. Uh, look, what happened in the recent midterm, Andrew, is uh, you see this uh, Democrats, the party that loses the White House, you know, they come back uh, more intense in the first midterm. And in this case, uh, Donald Trump uh, certainly drove them out. Uh, <laughs> they, they were actually voting against uh, the president. But I think that's going to carry to 2020. I don't think people are quite uh, uh, I think they're letting their emotion uh, get in the way of their rational thought, because what you're looking at right now, there are there are um, 31 Democrats uh, in the uh, U.S. House of Representatives seats that Donald Trump won two years ago. Andrew, there's another. Oh, 20. I didn't know that statistic. Oh, oh, yeah. There's another 20 that are in seats that Hillary Clinton won by less than uh, two points. And quite frankly, most of them by less than a point and a half. We had 29 races in the U.S. House of Representatives decided by 51-49 or 52-48. Uh, and if you look uh, at uh, what the Democrats have put out there, uh, Nancy Pelosi and company, uh, they'll show you exactly what the, uh, what the vulnerability is uh, for the House. Uh, they've got a frontline program that when you compare it to the 55 races we've uh, targeted on our side, 43 of them match up, Andrew. Nice. Uh, and it, I guess uh, where I'm headed with this is you've got a president who uh, has an economy that's growing at over 3%, Right. Uh, adding jobs at a record pace. Uh, real wages are rising for the first time in decades significantly. Right. Uh, you now have, you now have the, uh, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act uh, actually being implemented. So by the time the uh, election takes place in 2020, people will know uh, what benefits they receive. Because I don't think we did a very good job personalizing that. Most people uh, believe the, uh, the, the argument, which quite frankly is a lie, uh, from the other side that that tax bill was uh, primarily for wealthy individuals and corporations. If you uh, ask uh, wealthy individuals, they'll tell you most of them took a hit under the, uh, under the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Uh, it's the middle class that is going to get the biggest benefit, and quite frankly, all the way down the uh, all the way down the line, uh, it's it's going to help uh, all Americans, and people will know that. Here's the other thing, Andrew. Uh, we've been talking about this for a hundred years. We've been talking about the progressives. Uh, guess what? The progressives are no longer calling themselves progressives. They are socialists. Yeah. And they openly call themselves socialists. So the new socialist Democrat Party, yeah. that is a major problem for the other side. They are going to nominate someone. Think about this. Uh, the Democrats have gotten rid of, because of the Bernie uh, Sanders, uh, Hillary Clinton uh, debacle in the last election, they've gotten rid of the thing called superdelegates. So right. what they've done is they have completely greased the way for the most radical a uh, uh, candidate that they could possibly nominate uh, to get the nomination. Yeah. Uh, it, whether it's uh, Kamala Harris or it's Bernie Sanders yeah. or take your pick, Cory Booker, yeah. they're all trying to out left one another. Yeah. Uh, and what you're going to see, because it's already starting to become clear, even the millennials are not socialists. There's they're not a, buying into it. And Tom, no, you know, I, I wanted to I wanted to comment on what what you referred to there. I mean, 
the the achievements of Donald J. Trump uh, are resonating, and you know that by the fact that he gets pummeled every single day, drumbeat after drumbeat, consistently by the mainstream media that that most people read and watch, not the policy wonks, but, you know, the standard Joe on the street. That's what they're getting hit with every day. Yet his popularity still is the 45 to 50 range. And it's amazing that it is that high in light of this. But I wanted to ask you a question about H.R. 1. How is it that... The Republicans that control the Senate have as their first bill a bill regarding uh, the Middle East and the protection of the state of Israel. And the Democrats have as their first bill a bill to get them reelected and to increase their power. Isn't that pretty much what H.R. 1 was? Yeah, no, it is. In fact, it's a complete uh, takeover of the uh, of the electoral uh, system. Yeah. You know, they're they're ignoring the concept of federalism. The way this uh, republic was designed is the states are responsible for their own uh, elections within them. But the Democrats don't like that because they can't win in every state. So what they're doing is they're trying to codify uh, the things that have, have destroyed elections in California, for instance, ballot harvesting. Where, you know, we had, uh, I think, three to six races were not, we were leading in uh, all of these races that the day after the election. And then because these harvested ballots could come in until December 6th, Andrew, uh, we lost all of them. You know, this is where somebody can go out and actually uh, take your ballot from you at the nursing home, take your ballot from you, you know, at, at your home. Uh, by the way, this uh, House File 1, H.R. Uh, 1, what it did, too, is it uh, it creates a federal subsidy for elections. So right. now taxpayer yeah, dollars. Yeah, we pay for here, it. Here's another thing. Here's another thing should, should irritate everyone that's listening. Republican, Democrat, independent, other. They are what they changed in H.R. 1, Andrew, is now taxpayer dollars can be used to pay for their health care. Out of their campaign funds. <laughs> I mean, you see what their priorities are. The uh, the Senate's priority is is much bigger. It's about world peace. It's about uh, taking care of uh, of freedom around the world. Uh, when you talk about the partnership between the United States and Israel uh, and the Jewish people, it's just it's but, it's, it's plain it's plain about out. them. Yeah, I mean it's it's about them. It's plain out uh, there. There is the stark difference. Uh, when you go to the ballot box, so maybe uh, we will have a good uh, a good turnaround in 2020 and get the uh, House of Representatives back. Tom Emmer, well, thank not- you very much for joining us on the Victory Hour uh, this Sunday. To the Victory Hour. Thanks, Tom. We appreciate it very much. You know, uh, he's one of the best, if not uh, the best, in uh, in Minnesota politics. He's just done a great job since going to Congress, representing the 6th Congressional District. You make sure to join us next Sunday, 4 o'clock. We're going to be here again every week for an hour. Have a great week. Mercy and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? 
Hi, I'm Alyssa with The Patriot, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.